Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am your host, Wilk of Wilksworld.com, and I am so incredibly grateful that you are taking the time to join me for another powerful DTH episode. Friends, at the D-Rate the Hate podcast, it's all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. See, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. That all starts with gratitude and personal accountability. We cannot control everything that happens to us in life, but we can control how we react to it. How we act, how we react, no matter what happens to us, how we react to it makes the difference. Friends, there is only one good thing about a bad attitude, and that is that we have the ability as individuals to change it. Here on the DTH Podcast, we strive to bring you great guests and provide tools to do just that. Please be sure to share it with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't done so. Ratings and feedback are always greatly appreciated. And with that, let's get to this week's episode. Some people seek to perform, a few are called to lead, and most do the best they can on their own. My guest this week, Timmy Gallagher, has used his more than 30 years in law enforcement, corporate, government, education, not-for-profit, spirituality, endurance athletics, and so much more to come up with a coaching style that has evolved for him as a service to others and their evolution of performance, leadership, and mental fitness. Timmy Gallagher is the founder of Evolute Performance and Leadership Coaching, where change becomes choice. I've asked Timmy to join me for this DTH conversation to talk about how science relates to gratitude. So join me and Timmy Gallagher of Evolute Performance for another fascinating DTH episode. Here we go. Timmy Gallagher, thank you for joining me on the D-Rate the Hate podcast. So great to see you, my friend. How are you today? I'm very well. Thanks, Wilk, and thanks for having me on, and thanks for doing what you do. The As we are talking before we went live here, um, the need for our society and culture to have conversations where we can agree to disagree and find what makes us more similar than different. That's the recipe for success. So if nobody's told you lately, thank you for doing what you do. Well, thank you for those kind words, Timmy. It's, it's, uh, it's so important that we live in a, in a world just like we, you know, we talked about in the, in the pre-show leaving a, leaving a better world for the kids, leaving mm-hmm. a better, uh, uh, world for those people that are coming coming behind us. There's so many people out there that are so polarizing, and it's just it's so important that some of us actually stand up and try to do what's right, try to make the world a better place. And uh, and again, like I say all the time, it starts with each of us as an individual living better lives, being better people, doing better things, and then that will in turn make the world around us a better place. So. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for the kind words, and 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 thank you for what you're doing with you know your Evolute performance coaching and and the things that you're doing. And I and I really want to talk. You know, you you recently sent me an email uh, about a retreat that you went on, and and the words that you you said to me just just stood out. It says, "I have come back with this," and this is as of the date of this recording. You had just come back from this retreat. You said. I've come back with a greater sense of attitude of gratitude than I've ever had in my life. Attitude of gratitude is something that I find to be so incredibly important in what we 
are as individuals. Mm -hmm. Talk to me, Timmy, about that retreat. Where was this? What were you doing? How did you come back with this sense of attitude of gratitude that's just so much better than what you had before? Well, we do have a hard stop, so I'll try to keep it uh, minimal. But the attitude of gratitude, it, it's a saying I think many people have heard. I used to hear it from my grandma Gallagher. Timothy, you got to have an attitude of gratitude. Um, and I believe I do. The retreat was, I have a lot going on in my life, professionally and personally, and upon reflection, I realized I had not gone away on retreat in a few years. And I know better than that. So I went away. And what I did was two full weeks of a silence and solitude retreat. And I spent the first week at a Cistercian Benedictine monastery, uh, Holy Cross Abbey in Berryville, Virginia right on the Shenandoah, right by the West Virginia border. And when you're at a Benedictine Abbey, silence is golden. And if you choose to, you can join the monks in the Liturgy of the Hours, which is part of the, particularly the Roman Catholic faith, seven, faith, seven times a day they pray. Uh, and they start at 3.30 a.m. These guys are like ninjas of spirituality. And between that and being in just nature and being silent, and I'll tie this in with the mental fitness, it gives my brain and it gives our brain to settle down and let the spirit stir up. You know, because what I teach in mental fitness is how we it ties in with what you do. Our default is our limbic system, which is our survive mind. Fight, flight, freeze and then feed and fornication. That is how this species keeps going. And that part of your brain is three to five times stronger than the rest of your brain, your right hemisphere, your prefrontal cortex, where you have those ideas of creativity and inspiration and community, not just surviving, but thriving. But it's three to five times stronger, gets first bite at everything. So the idea of every now and then deliberately being present and settling down opens up that side of the brain. And that's, what happened, and I knew it would pretty much two days into it, it started to happen while awake and asleep. You can access your dreams to find your attitude of gratitude. And then after a week there, I went across the river, very symbolic, right? Going across the river, went up into the mountains, and I stayed in a hermitage for seven days. Uh, they did have electric in the hermitage, but no running water, no bathroom. It was go to the uh, outhouse and fetch your own water. And I met each day with a spiritual director and we would do a meditation together and then we would do spiritual direction. And once my brain settled, I was able to find the grace. What comes to mind is in a wedge of cheese. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, because I was eating MREs basically, and I had picked up a bag of Honeycrisp apples and a wedge of cheese. And the MREs will do it. You're certainly not going to survive. And they don't taste bad, but it's basically mush. Right, right. <laughs> and um, to, you know, cut into an apple and hear that crunch and taste all the nuances and flavors of it. And then that wedge of cheese 
you become extremely grateful and you come back with a sense of gratitude for every little thing, even the gratitude of what is not right in your life. Because it's it, like you, if you're looking to shift and transform it, clearly, in fact, we learn little from what we get right, I would submit to you. I think, I think you're it's absolutely right. Yeah, I think it's actually what we're getting wrong or the hardships that really help us to flex the muscle. That's the mental fitness. So it was that sense of deprivation that made me grateful for every little thing. It does. It does. Yeah. And and I think you're absolutely right, Timmy, when you say that we learn very little from what we get right in life. It's the mistakes in life or it's the things that we don't have. Uh, or or didn't get right in the first place that teaches us those lessons, and then we have to have the 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 awareness, the the self awareness to learn those lessons. I, I mean, some of them are obviously uh, more harsh than others, so so you learn mm-hmm. a harder lesson. But uh, having that solitude, having that silence, that meditation with that spiritual advisor up there in the mountains, somebody who can kind of guide you in the right mm-hmm. direction and and really make you think you know there is a lot to be said for spending time alone spending time just in pure silence i'm obviously somebody and, and people who've listened to the podcast know um i i'm somebody who who drove a truck for a large portion of my adult life spent an awful lot of time alone i mean i spent spent months living in a truck just just out on the open road and it, it really does having that time in silence to reflect. And, and you know, I, now this retreat that you, you went on or, or, or the first time spending the time with the monks and then up in the mountains, that sounds fascinating. And, and I think it's something that if, if everybody could do it, I'm sure it would be uh, incredible, but just having that, that time alone, whether it be in a truck or, or up in the mountains or or just camping that's one of the things that I still love to do mm-hmm. is is just go up there spend some time in the woods spend some time alone just thinking you know in my own thoughts in nature it's an incredible way to get back to you yeah that's that is a that is a very cool story and and then and then to take it full circle with that you know going from eating the MREs that are I mean, anybody who's ever had an MRE knows that it'll keep you alive, but it's it's not really anything that you're going to be craving. And, and and you may be grateful for it because it's the one thing, it's that nourishment that's going to keep you alive, but it's probably not something you're going to order off the menu when you get back home, right? <laughs> right. So um, having that apple, that crispness of that apple and, and the way that you described it, for the listeners, they're going to love it because, I mean, you can really visualize, you know, the juice from that apple and the mm-hmm. and the the taste of the cheese and how those things come together. And, and it really gives you something after you've been surviving on these MREs. It gives you something that you're like, wow, this I mean, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. I love the story. It's awesome. It, it's so cool. So. Attitude of gratitude, such an important thing in our personal journey, our personal lives, the things that we need to do to live better lives, to, to make the world a better place. That attitude of gratitude, just being able to look at the little things, the apple, the cheese, 
you know, that time alone in the mountains, that attitude of gratitude. It is a thing of beauty when you start to realize all the things in our individual lives every single day that we can be grateful for. And then they just start to to snowball. I mean, they, they start to, once you start to recognize the little things, so many more things, talk about that, Timmy, so many more things start to stand out in our day-to-day life to be grateful for. And it really changes one's mindset. It does. And that was a good lead into the mental fitness. One of the things I work with, well, three main strategies I do with clients is identifying their saboteurs. Your saboteurs are the voices that your limbic system, that survive brain produce. And that's really when we were talking before we hit record of folks that are just putting their message out of that, of hate, of really they're just acting out of limbic. It's I want to survive and you're in my way. And it's not a thrive mentality, which is the right side of your brain, your prefrontal cortex. So I work on them identifying their their limbic system and the voices, the saboteurs. And then that right side of brain, prefrontal cortex also, that thrive brain, we work on identifying those voices. We call it the sage. And to do that, we develop your mental fitness level, which is presence work. You can make an apple a presence exercise. And what you do, it's a form of mindfulness. So when you hear that voice of, did I leave the oven on or did I pay that bill or there's that person driving like a maniac down the street, you just say, no, thank you. You Put that to the side and return back to the presence. And what's neat is what we use to be present is what we're born with, our five senses. So in the case of the apple, Notice the colors, feel the texture, hear it as you crack it open or you cut it open, you know, taste those juices, notice how it's satiating you. You just focus on one thing, that apple. You follow me? I'm following, man. <laughs> now, now here's what, here's what's neat. This isn't just a, what well, it sounds great. This is scientifically proven. The fMRIs of our brain show that when we become present like that on one thing using our body senses, we open up neural pathways to the right side of our brain and our prefrontal cortex that normally are dormant. Because remember, your limbic system is three to five times stronger, gets first bite at everything. That is your default. If you and I were in the mountains and we're hiking along and we hear something in the bush, you know, saber-toothed tiger, you know, grizzly bear. Do we fight it? Do we run? Do we freeze? That is what our brain's built to do because our brain's built to help us survive. And in today's society, and you were talking about this, we become so polarized and me, myself, and I, and my agenda and not yours, it's we're making everything a saber-toothed tiger. So by working with a mental fitness coach or like you're doing when you talk about your reflection and your attitude, it's Can I focus on one thing that's good, that's true, that's whole? And that will develop that side of your brain. So here's the science. You need to do that 10 seconds or longer for it to be activated and for 15 minutes or longer a day. And just like you could get in shape every day if, you know, we did push-ups, sit-ups, and dips, you do your mental fitness on a regular basis 
you'll have greater mental fitness. And then your default moves towards the thrive versus the survive. Yeah, I don't think people understand that relationship between science and gratitude, Timmy. I, I think far too many people, you know, you know, one of the things that we do at the dinner table every day with our son, what are you grateful for today? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've talked about it before with the uh, reticular activating system mm-hmm. and, and and focusing, you know, what you focus on, you will start to see more of. Indeed. You know, once you, you know, if you're focusing on the bad things, if you're focusing on the things that make you mad or or make your life uh, or make you perceive life in a negative way, you're going to seek out points of affirmation that that keep that at the forefront of your mind. But the scientific part of gratitude, the scientific, the way that you explain how how it how it interacts with the brain and how it will make the brain do. Or, or focus on those things that you're grateful for is so vitally important. And I think it's probably above what most people understand, but I think if they get the right person to mm-hmm. help them, obviously somebody like yourself and somebody mm-hmm. like the, you know, with the Evolute performance coaching, somebody that can, can really guide them on that path. It, sometimes it takes the right coach. Sometimes it takes the right person explaining it the right way to make make it make sense, to make it start to click because it is a science thing. It's not simply, you know, obviously I talk a lot about attitude. Attitude is 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 so important, but there is it's more than just attitude. It is science. Well, and you're hitting on the the crossroad of the science with the mindset and what you're saying. See, gratitude, being thankful is one thing, being grateful is another. When I'm thankful for someone, like if I give them a gift, it's what I can spare to give. Gratitude is being truly appreciative for what is in the present moment. All we have is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 minutes ago is gone. This is why if we really start tapping into what's happening just right now. You bring presence to the now, even the hard times. You actually learn to appreciate it for what you're going through. The gratitude shows up. The gratitude is only in the present. It's only in the now. And I want to throw another thing out to you because you're living it. There's a great study at one of the universities about gratitude. You know, we hear and I keep it, keep a gratitude list. And it's all well and good. You do what you tend to put in, you get out, right? Junk in, junk out, good in, good out. But where gratitude really takes off is when you tell someone else what you're grateful about them Mm -hmm. and what specifically to do. Because now watch how this works in the brain. The brain is a meaning-making machine. It wants to make meaning out of everything. So that becomes a story Just like when we talked earlier, you were hearing negativity back to you and you thought, I don't like this. And that created the shift. So you hear the story of, wow, Wilk appreciates me and he appreciates me for the specific things. That goes in the parietal loop and that becomes a new access point for your brain to dip into versus the fight, flight, and freeze. See, even the conversations you were talking about earlier of, Polarized. It's nothing but our brains showing up 
on default. Right. You, you follow me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if people would start realizing that, like, I don't blame people when they're stuck in their negativity. It's just the clue phone is ringing. And I hope you would pick it up that there's a better way of living. And that's what you've tapped into with your podcast. And that's why this message is so important. There is absolutely a better way to live. I mean, there is so much negativity out there, Timmy, and and people have to choose. And this this gets right to to the next thing that I want to talk about. People have to choose what they want to consume. They have to choose what they are doing with their life and, and how they are going to live. There is plenty of negativity out there. There are plenty of, of, of avenues. There, there are plenty of those people out there that will, will want to drive that wedge in between us. They're, they're, that will want to keep you fearful. That will want to keep you angry. That will want to keep you just in that fight, flight, or freeze mentality. Mm-hmm. But there are not so many out there that, that are really trying to tap into that better way of living. But you have to, as an individual, choose. Talk to me about how change becomes choice yeah. and, and how we live better yeah. Yeah. by making that conscious decision. Yeah. We'll go back to the saber-toothed tiger. We hear the rustle in the bush. We react three to five times stronger, first bite. And it just, we'll do what we'll do. You may run, you may fight, you may freeze. It's a pure reaction. On some days, we can move from reactions to response. Will you modify the reaction? If you are truly settled and truly working on your thrive brain, choose. See, like I didn't decide to marry my wife. I chose to marry my wife. When you decide something, I-D-E, homicide, gentricide, Fatricide. You're killing something off. Something wins and something loses. Choice is a totally different energy. Chocolate or vanilla. What do you choose? I'm feeling chocolate today. Why'd you choose that? I'm just feeling it. It worked for me today. You see, and this is what's happening in that you were talking about with conversations out there. People just reacting. You bite me, I bite back. You push me, I push back. And this is what you're talking about. That that's not. That's not a win-win. It's a win-lose. And it's just pure limbic. And it sells. You mentioned it, and it's true. Your podcast could go through the roof if you just want it to be a polarizing, acerbic individual. But you've chosen not to. You had a shift and said, I don't want to show up that way. And that's work. That's going to that right side of the brain. You've talked about reflection on your podcast. You've talked about attention. You've talked about intention. You've talked about gratitude. That's all right brain prefrontal cortex. And that is not your default. So you move from reacting. Responding is better, but where you can choose. And it's a total game changer. It's absolutely a game changer. It's absolutely. You know, we as individuals have the power to choose, but we also have to make that conscious choice to battle that human nature. I, I, I've always thought of it as, as human nature in, in the sense that, you know, when I, when I think about my spiritual faith, my Christianity and stuff like that, half of what we do, half of what we learn in, in, in religion and, and, and stuff like that, not to get, not to get off on a religious thing, but we're battling our human nature. I mean, as men, 
we battle that nature to like I, I think you, you mentioned it, fight and fornicate. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. really as as men, that's two of our biggest things, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't do that all day long. You know, we have to battle that part of our nature. Those people on social media, social media is 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 one of in many ways, it's a good thing that, that's happened to us as a as a people. But in, in so many other ways, it, it's so bad. And people are on there fighting all the time. Right. You bite me. I bite back. Just like you were talking about, Timmy. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to. And, and that was one of the things that we talked about in my transformation. One of the things that that I have to struggle with every day because I still have it within me. I see something on social media that I'm like, I have to respond to this. Well, no, I don't have to respond to it. Right. I would choose to respond to it. And that may be in my nature to to respond in some hostile way. But is that really going to get the result that I want? Am I going to change hearts and minds with some negative response or, or some? So I have to choose to do better. I have yeah. to choose to be better. Yeah. I, you know, and this podcast, that's about that's what it's about. Choosing to be better, making that choice to be better. We want to derate the hate. We don't yeah. want to inflate the hate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that takes work, you know, just like you're putting effort in to develop yourself and your family and then others through the podcast. This isn't a one and done. It's just the mental fitness is just like physical fitness. You don't work out one day at the gym and you got it. You know, it takes a concerted, consistent effort. And then once you get good at it, then you really start honing in on what do you really want? You know, run a marathon. Now I want to run, run a marathon and go sub three hours. You know, it's like, that's what waits you on the other side. There's evolution for your podcast that awaits you as you grow. And that's the difference from being transactional, which is limbic system to transformational, which is thrive system. You know, I mean, we have an English bulldog, Trevor, he might come knocking in here any minute, but <laughs> and, and dogs have, have a sense of, pack in emotions but trevor doesn't look up the moon and say wouldn't it be neat if we went to the moon man got to choose to look at the moon and say why don't we go there no, that's right that's right so there's a lot to be said of for people you know hopefully your podcast for people might be that spark like you had where they go you know what i'm not showing up the best as i think i can and I want to change. That's where change becomes choice. And for people that are on that journey, yeah, that's what I and a lot of other coaches do. We help them to get to their best level. Help them on that journey, help them to be the best that they can be, live mm-hmm. their best life. No, and that's that's why, I mean, I talk to, obviously there's, there's a number of them, Timmy, that I talk to, life coaches, performance coaches, mm-hmm. Just, just people that are out there trying to better the world. That's, that's really what I want to do. I want to bring to the forefront in this world those people that are out there helping others, as opposed to all those people out there that are negative. Because those are the ones that are easy to find. They're they're easy. They're there. They're on every single social media platform. So many of them are in our media. Politics are full of them. They're out there. They're, they're the easy ones to find. The ones that are are not so easy that are out there bettering the world like yourself, Timmy, with your Evolute coaching, uh, performance and leadership coaching. 
those are the ones that I want standing in the spotlight. Those are the ones that are out there truly bettering the world in which we live. And, and that's, that's what's so important. So there's a, there's a, <laughs> which kind of leads into one of the things that I wanted to talk about because it's a, it's a, it's a sentence on your website, Timmy, that, that stood out to me. And I, I don't know that I've seen it before. I've seen it said or, or heard it in a different way. But it says some people seek to perform, a few are called to lead, and most do the best they can on their own. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about that phrase that really stands out to me, but I think there's great importance in that statement, in that sentence. Talk to me about that and what, what brought you to put that as one of the leading sentences on your website. The idea with performance is that it is behavior that achieves a desired result. So so tomorrow is Sunday, and you had mentioned faith. There's a lot of people that you will see behaving as if they're spiritual. They will go to a church. I have no idea if they performed as a spiritual person. See, we, we can... I'll go even deeper. You can do all the right things for the wrong reason, and you can do all the wrong things for the right reasons. Yeah. You know? So how do you get from behavior to performance? How is it that you can show up at work and behave like you're working, but you're not really performing? How is it, like as <clears throat> you mentioned it for us as men, where we can, we look like we're husbands, but we're not performing as a true loving husband. So, the idea of getting to performance takes work. And that's what a coach does. Just like in a sport, you would have a coach. You know, I'm a Philly guy here. The Eagles have a coach. Go to bed, they have a coach. Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to get to that next level, you have a coach. And I mentioned it in there, and that's what I was called to do. I didn't, I didn't decide to be a coach. It happened to me. Somebody literally knocked on my door and said, I see what you do. I hear what you say. I want what you have. I've been looking at these coaches and none of them resonated with me. Would you coach me? Look, I wasn't a coach. I said, well, uh, we could start talking and it evolved from there. And that's how Evolute came out. Evolute a, a geometry term where at the center of any shape is it's Evolute. So at the center of wherever you're at is where I'll meet you. And then we'll work from there together. So I, when people like you find that they're doing what they're called to do, the performance just happens naturally because I believe everybody's called to do at least one thing uniquely different than everybody else. That's the gift we're all supposed to bring. And by seeking performance, you'll find that gift, particularly if you work with someone like me or listen to podcasts like you. I am so, I'm grateful for this conversation, Timmy. I'm grateful for learning more about the Evolute uh, performance and, and leadership coaching and, you know, just just having people that are helping others better themselves, better their their lives, better the world in which we live. It's it's something that. I don't think gets enough attention, and that's why I do what I do, not every you know, not every episode that I do hits the mark with every person and i know mm -hmm. it's not going to but something that you said today whether it be talking about the the this this incredible retreat that you just uh you were just a part of and how that how that brought you back to a 
attitude of gratitude like your 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 grandmother used to talk about right. you know that story of the apple and the wedge of cheese and and the uh, you know the spiritual guidance uh, of of those in the in the hermitage colony in the mountains when people talk about those things on my podcast it can change change a mindset change a person steer them in that right direction find them the spot that they need to begin their evolution it, it may be their point of evolution and uh and i'm I'm so grateful for it so thank you timmy so much for uh uh for what you're doing obviously everybody can go to the website which will be in the show notes for this episode but tell everybody where where they can find your website and what they can find on your website timmy yeah evolutperformance.com and it's a basic overview of what i do and how i do it more importantly it has the links to set up a discussion a conversation. Um, and real quick, I'll mention when I take on a client, it's a process. Um, it's not a pay me the money and we'll talk. I, we have about four conversations until we decide we work together and there's no charge in that. I am not about making the money. I'm about making the change. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, LinkedIn, you can find me too. Uh, Timmy Gallagher and Evolute is also on LinkedIn. And I've been pretty silent because I was away. I'll be gearing that back up. But if you hit me up, I'll send you some free assessment tests that take about five minutes so you can start naming your saboteurs and learning about the sage and coming ready to go. The key I look for, and I think it's where you're at, Wilk, is vulnerability. See, that that limbic system doesn't want to be vulnerable once it's stay protected, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need to be vulnerable. And the currency of trust is vulnerability. And if you have, if someone has that, we'll have a great coaching conversation. If not, good luck with that. Right. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That is, uh, that has been one of my biggest things that I have to, uh, have to work on as a person, as an individual, uh, as a man who has had a very interesting life, let's say, is vulnerability. I, I know that that is that is one of my uh, one of my biggest things to work on personally, and and I hope some people got uh, uh, as much out of this conversation. I know some. I know people got as much out of this conversation as I did, and uh, I look forward to uh, another conversation with you, Timmy. Timmy Gallagher, Evolute uh, Performance and Leadership Coaching. We'll uh, we'll definitely have contact information in the show notes. Thank you again, my friend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Wilk. Friends, if there's anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, please make sure to hit that share button. Share it with your friends. Share it far and wide. And of course, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe right from our website so you can get the Derate the Hate podcast sent to your email inbox every week. So this is Wilk wrapping up for the week saying, get out there. Be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. If there is something that you would like to share with me, you can catch me on most social media platforms or you can email me directly, wilk at wilksworld.com. With that, my friends, I am going to back on out of here and we will catch you next week. Take care.